Hey, Chosen fam. Welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About a Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And we are two best friends coming together to learn more about God and how we are chosen in Him. Join us here every Tuesday as we dive into God's Word about topics we all face to ultimately seek truth. We would love if you would subscribe and rate this podcast. And be sure to check out the free resources at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. Okay. Oh, this meeting okay. is being recorded. Woo! Woo! Fancy. Georgia, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> Thanks for having me, friends. Yes. Are y'all ready to get started? Yes. Oh, yes. Girl, we, so were, we were born ready. We woke up this morning <laughs> just like, we're like, let's go. We know we're a chosen girl. Let's go. Yes. Right. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> Liz, you right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Three part series, single, dating slash engaged, and married. Yes. Or not single permanently. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. <laughs> locked in. Georgia Brown, this is your second time on the podcast. We are so honored to have you back. Yeah. Ah, thanks for having me back. Wow. Girl, anytime. Anytime. Our podcast is your podcast. And my uh, podcast is your podcast. <laughs> I love the love. Yes. So for those of you who have not listened to your first episode with us, please introduce yourselves to the Chosen Girl fam. Hello, Chosen Girl fam. I'm Georgia Brown, and I am now a senior in college at Middle Tennessee State University. I'm studying songwriting with a minor in classical piano. But other than that, I love Jesus. Like, that's my whole mission is just to, like, love him all the days of my life. But also, I get to do it through songs, so that's kind of fun. And I'm from Arkansas. And then when I came to Tennessee for college, I was like, okay, I got to be the best version of myself. I can be like, God, I need you. I want you. And that is when I started really diving into his word. And now I make music all for Jesus. And I have a podcast called Faith and Friends. And I just want to bring heaven to earth. That's really all why I wake up in the morning, you know? (laughs) And you literally do that. (laughs) It's so fun. It's such an honor, Sarah. I'm watching Liz's face right now. She's in disbelief of the sweetness that is happening. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, it's like pure gold. Like, I don't know, the best, the best, you know, Sarah, I think we described it when we were thinking about like our wildflower collection, vinyl records and tea in like, sun, mm. f- like fields of sunflowers. Like that's Georgia Brown. Like wrapped up in a human being. Yes. Oh, my stars. And Liz, you're the one wearing the mustard today, just shining so bright, looking so cute. Oh, yes. Mm. I gotta show Monday who's boss. Girl, is that not the truth? (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) Not wrong. So, Georgia is such a dear friend of ours. We'll have to link her podcast in the show notes, and y'all have to go download her newest song on This Side of Heaven. Oh, y'all. So good. It is almost like this gospel R&B uh, ray of sunshine through a song, like just giving us all the fruits of the spirit. Oh, love. Mm. Mm. Lots of grunting will be happening in this podcast. I will tell you that right there's now. Just, there's just no words that can contain my excitement, you know? <laughs> yes. 
Yes. So today, Georgia, we are so excited to start off talking about relationships. And of Mm -hmm. course, we like we're keeping it real with the Chosen Girl fam um, always. But we wanted to have a guest for each stage of relationships to just pour some godly wisdom and insight because every season is so different. Every season is so difficult, but also every season can be so rewarding as well if we can just learn to embrace it. So if you feel comfortable, would you like to give us a little bit of your dating life testimony, like little Reader's Digest version to kick us off on getting started talking about singleness with us today? How fun. I love this. This is just such an important topic. And thank you for having me on for this, this singleness episode, because I feel like I've learned so much. So y'all, I was the girl that like totally thought she had to have a boyfriend 24 seven. Like, I don't know why. Like, I just, you know, it comes down, everything comes down to your identity. Truly. Like if you don't, if you don't know that you're a chosen girl, you're going to look for things that can make you feel chosen in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. Like ever since like seventh grade, I was like, even if it was just the label of having a boyfriend, why did, why did I need a label that wasn't centered in God's word of who I was, that I was chosen, not forsaking. I am who he says I am. But it was like, Oh, I have a boyfriend. (laughs) And so that was my life was just finding my identity outside of Christ. And guess what? Let me tell you, it was not fun. Like, it was not fulfilling. It didn't satisfy the desires of my heart. It was just, you know, a band-aid for what this girl needed was heart surgery. And I needed to fill those holes with Christ. So girl. then you go through high school and you know, all the things. And I started dating this boy. I dated him for like two years and you know, he told me all the right things, but he wasn't a man of God. And I knew something was wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I knew that I needed a spiritual leader. You learn that in church all the time. Like, but I felt like I was just this girl, this two on the Enneagram, which when I was 16, I didn't know what the Enneagram was, but I was trying to fix him. You know what I'm saying? Like I was trying to do the whole little, well, let me, we can go to church. Like, let's do this. Let's do that. And it got to this point where I was like, I can't do this. Like I was never meant to carry this. Like, wow. I can't sustain, like, I can't do this on my own. Like, Lord, I need you. And I finally came to this realization when I came to college that I was like, it's not worth having these substitutes when I can have the living water. Oh, like, man. it's just not worth it to try to, like, I know Gatorade's great and all, and they say that's what you should drink when you're working out, but there's nothing like water, like the living water that truly, uh, the well never runs dry. And so when I came to college, it was like, I threw off everything. Yes, I still struggled with, you know, being single, but I started to realize where my identity was found. And so I opened up my Bible more than I was looking in the mirror, looking at my phone, trying to find that completion. And I found wholeness. I found wholeness in him. And now I can better run my race. And so it makes me think of Hebrews 12. Where it says, run the race that I've set before you, throwing off all the sin that so easily entangles. And for me, that sin was another person. And, you know, that's not a bad thing. Like, God created us for community and for wholeness. And one plus one equals one. It's not one plus one equals two. Like, you know, I'm starting to understand these things. But but the young Georgia Brown didn't 
didn't know that I just needed Jesus. And let me tell you, ladies, all you need is him. And so now I'm like living my best life single and just so full. Like it's a life of fullness. And I like, honestly, the Georgia Brown three years ago couldn't tell you that. But I'm so grateful that I can tell you who I was and who I'm going to be now because I just love him so much. <gasps> um, I think we could just end the podcast there. Yeah. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, Georgia, the, like, oh, what you said about using a Band-Aid for what needs surgery. Like, yes. why as human beings do we try to fill a gap with a puzzle piece that does not fit? Hmm. Well, I, I think it comes back to we're trying to choose our will over his ways. Mm-hmm. And we have to surrender that. Like, it's his way or no way. He is Yahweh. Like, that's all we need. Yes. Yeah. Liz is now down. We got a man down in <laughs> dead I was on not, the floor. I was not prepared. That was wow. That was great. Oh, okay. So that's going to be our new uh, collection for winter 2020. Okay. That sounds we great. <laughs> <laughs> but that could apply to anything, like not oh. even just dating. Like, oh, yeah. Really- um Mm -hmm. just I mean so many categories of our life where we try to put in what we want over what God wants and one day we will learn that what God wants for us surpasses anything that we could have ever wanted for ourselves Mm -hmm. yeah because every good and perfect gift comes from above so why are we trying to find things from below that won't that aren't that good like his will and his ways are so much higher than us and like his plan is the best. So why are we settling? And I think that's, that's when it comes to dating. Why are we settling? Like, just because we want to feel a temporary satisfaction of a, mm-hmm. of a love. Well, first we need to know who love is. So go to first Corinthians 13 and realize that love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It keeps no records of wrongs. That's where you'll find love. Mm-hmm. And then once you know that his name is Jesus and he lived a perfect and sinless life for 33 years, that is when you can start to understand what like love is meant for on this side of heaven. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. This is a full on sermon now. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so, so passionate Girl, about this, but it's so true. Yeah. It's literally so perfect because I feel like we get into this space of we would rather be um, temporarily satisfied or we would rather be partially full or just like compromise and have control than to relinquish that control and be completely full. I mean, Sarah says all the time, like we have a a God-sized vacuum and we would rather full it full of all these things that that just can't satisfy us because we can control it. But letting go of that control, you know, you're so right. When we, when you know who love is Mm -hmm. and you know, you have those holes and you're, you're no longer looking for a bandaid to fix the holes of your heart from the damages that have happened over time. When you go straight to the source, wow, like nothing, it's like literally that living water, it's the most quenching the most quenching. Yeah. Oh, nothing like it. Wow. That's so good, Liz. Oh, and Georgia, I love what you said about like, we were made for relationship. Like we were made for community and dating is not bad. Being in a relationship, it's not bad. It's, it's just when we take our own sinful and fleshly desires and twist or contort what God designed 
for things to be. And I know that Mm -hmm. a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about what dating is and what, um, what boundaries there should be. And, and I think that ultimately we have to go to the God, to God's word about that. And also kind of check our own hearts. And like you said, know our own identities for what we are comfortable with that aligns with God's word and our own convictions. But Mm -hmm. I think more even importantly than that, even more importantly, even more important than that. What am I saying? I literally, literally have my degree in English and I cannot use the English language right now, but like, (laughs) bless it. But if we don't know ourselves first, like individually who God made us to be, how can we ever be prepared to get yoked up with someone else in that? Yeah. You you can't. You can't. And that, and that's the thing I had to retrain my brain because I saw the things of the world because that's what the world was showing me. The world was trying to show me what love was through shows like Vampire Diaries, Grey's Anatomy, all these things saying it was okay to be sleeping around or it's okay that you have a different boyfriend every week or it's okay to compromise like you were saying, Liz, all these things. And so I always thought that's what it was. I, you know, I didn't know better because that's what the world was telling me. And when you realize that you're in this world, but not of this world, and you start going to the word, you're like, oh my gosh, that's not what Netflix has been telling me. That's not what all these Hulu uh, shows have been showing me. And so I like genuinely this year in 2020, at 21 years old, okay, I know that's not that old, but it feels like forever. (laughs) I have had to learn to retrain my brain. Mm-hmm. And I have had literally, I have, you know, thrown off the sin that so easily entangles. I have to throw off some of these shows. And I know Girl. that's a simple thing and it's easy to do, but <laughs> all I watch now is Hallmark and I read Karen Kingsbury novels that are Christian fiction because truthfully, I didn't know what a pursuit was. Oh, when the time came, when the time came, was I going to be ready for a pursuit? Would I even know what that would look like? Because our culture doesn't scream pursuit. You deserve to be pursued. It screams, go jump in bed and see if they like you. And that is not okay. Tell us a little bit about what that word pursuit means to you. Like what, I know that obviously like everybody kind of has their own idea of what it looks like, what we dream of as women. (laughs) to be adored or cared for but what has what have you learned about pursuit in your life I I love that word yeah I do too and honestly it's kind of a big word if you think about it they I think from the surface people would think it's grand gestures it's materialistic things to earn your affection but truly if we look at scripture (laughs) we love the Lord but he loves us first So that's what I think is so, so cool is he pursues his people through wooing them, through loving them, through creation, through just being who you were called to be. And so when it comes to a dating pursuit, I I feel like this is something to where you will feel holy, blameless, and clean, that you will feel like you, that you will feel seen, loved, and chosen, but it will be a sacrificial love. To where it's someone saying, hey, like, I think you're amazing and beautiful and I see you as the father sees you and I want to get to know you better and to see your heart. I want your heart. I don't want 
the physical. I want to start with the spiritual and start to get to know who the Father's created you to be. What's your calling? What, like, what, what gets you up in the morning? That, to me, is a pursuit after your heart, not after the flesh. Wow. And so I don't know if that makes sense, but... Oh, it makes perfect sense. That's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's, I think it's so easy to be distracted by this world and the, the, um, the rules that they set before us on what this, what this looks like and how this is supposed to be done. But we have to be reminded that anything that is of God will not look like what the world has distorted it to be. So good. And that's so true that, you know, when you meet that person, like they will pursue you. And I, um, I'm also a single person. And so I jokingly say, you know, like he, you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and always say, I'm a good thing. And they're like, why don't you go? They're like, Liz, there's your man, go after him. And I'm like, oh, skirt. I don't go after nobody. The Lord chases after me. And so will he, if he's with (gasps) the Lord, that's how he's going to find me. And I'm like, you got it. You got to bury yourself with your bury yourself within the Lord. But you know, you don't have to chase, you you won't have to chase him. You don't have to chase the Lord. The Lord constantly pursues you. That's such a beautiful point, Georgia. Like, you're so right. And that's something like, I I just, these, (laughs) that was the old me. The old me thought I had to search for something. And why was I searching when everything that I needed had already been paid for? Oh, Mm. Georgia Brown. Mm -hmm. And Uh, so, oh man, I just, I've gotten to this place where I just need him and he already has me. I get to say yes. And the present right now is where we get to open this gift up. Mm-hmm. A gift is free. It goes back to the verse that says the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of eternal life is through Christ Jesus. And so this is a gift. And so is the pursuit. So is dating and all those beautiful things. But <laughs> if I didn't retrain my brain, I wasn't going to be excited and ready and expectant for this gift. And so yeah, you just need to run after him because he's so good. And I just, oh, I just love him so much. That so, is so good. So Georgia, what steps did you take to start retraining your brain? Because mm-hmm. I know it can, it can be really daunting to, to realize that like, wow, I might have a distorted view of what a relation, what singleness is, what being in a relationship, preparing myself. It can be really daunting. So where do you start? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think it was slowly. It wasn't overnight that I was like, I'm going to do everything and da 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 because it's hard to prune. Pruning kind of mm-hmm. hurts. Yeah. Even if you fall in love with TV characters and you're like, I just love McDreamy and he's just amazing. I've seen every episode. I'm not a saint, perfect saint here. <gasps> but <laughs> Honey, we aren't either, girl. <laughs> but I think it starts slowly with, number one, this technology technology age we have so much access to everything that we don't even have to really think anymore so i think consciously like as you scroll through your feed and you may see like i don't really this i haven't followed like a lot of i don't really follow a lot of guys to begin with just because i don't know i just i don't really i like all my ladies out there that have all these captions that i'm just uplifted and like oh <laughs> yeah the content Yes. yes it's the content you know what i'm saying <laughs> so but first like if there's some people that are causing you to stumble like shirtless pictures or just inappropriate content why why are you letting that take up clutter in your heart get rid of it just unfollow it unfollow doesn't mean unfriend 
And if it does, it wasn't a friend in the beginning. Girl. Yes, girl. Sorry, I'm just... getting a, this little fasted today. <laughs> no, we love that we would not have you any other way. I think that... <laughs> I think that like that just goes right along with Romans. Um, I'm so totally spacing on the verse numbers right now, but um, don't conform to the patterns of this world, but transform yes. yourself by the renewing of your mind um, mm-hmm. so that we can see what his pleasing and perfect will is. And that sounds, that's one of those verses that we quote and it's so Christianese and it's very overstated and, and stuff like that. But I'm like, oh my gosh, if I want to see what God's will is for my life, I've just got to like, do the things in my everyday, like you said, Georgia, if something's making you stumble, you know, like Jesus said, if your right arm is causing your left arm to steal, cut it off. Like, and we're not, we're not trying to be like extremist here with like, you know, go to an all girls college. Like girl, if you've got that much trouble, like do that. That's great for you. But like, right whatever is causing you trouble. And we'll, we'll talk about that more next week as we get into dating and engagement with um, some of our dear friends who just transitioned out of dating and engagement into marriage. Uh, I know we are so excited, but you know, it's almost kind of like, if you want something to change, you you just got to do something about it. Like, Mm -hmm. just like with exercise, if you want to get stronger, you got to start lifting. Like, Mm. If you want to get more tan, you got to get out in the sun. So if you want to get closer to God, you got to spend time with him. If you want to resist temptation, you've got to put yourself in situations to where you won't get tempted or where you can uh, like actively fight that temptation healthily. Um, So Georgia, what, I know that there's a sister out there listening who is single and I don't think that it matters what your age is, whether you're 16 or whether you're 36 or whether you're 46 or no, like it really does not matter. Um, but I remember being a 15, 16, 17, 18, uh, you know, year old girl and just wanting I remember watching Hallmark movies and watching um, Disney princess movies and just longing for that person to adore me, to pursue me. And it wasn't even like I was quote unquote, what you would call boy crazy, um, which I don't think we need to put labels on each other like that, but because we got to show each other grace, y'all, we have all wanted a man. Oh yeah. Like we have all, even I remember being a senior in high school and being like, I just want to go to dinner with somebody. Like, will somebody just go buy me a nice meal? And honestly, like no offense to any guy that I did this with, but I didn't care who it was. I just wanted to go on a date. Like that's all I ever wanted. And so what would you say, what advice would you say to our sisters who are feeling so discouraged, who are like, I understand I need to chase after God. I understand that I need to work on myself, but I have this longing and this impatience that I just want someone in my life. And guys, I feel like that's how we're designed. We want someone in our life. Like you're not wrong. You're not sinful for wanting someone in your life. So what would you say to that person who is starting to get discouraged with their impatience? Mm, Sarah that's so good and like I echo all those things like at 15 16 I was just I wanted that I wanted it and I didn't care if I just got to go out to dinner or whatever I just wanted it but man (laughs) to all my ladies out there 
it's okay that that you desire this like that's a beautiful thing like the lord created women in such a way like you are like the prize of creation like you are the last and the final and god said oh this is good like what like like how amazing is that we're the finale basically basically Basically. the cherry on top where god (laughs) said here you go enjoy this sunday and he yes. said it was good, but he said it wasn't good for man to be alone. So I understand like, it's okay to have that desire. I have it. I know Liz and I know my sweet Sarah girl. She, you know, she already told you, she said I wanted that. So I get it. But man, if you're discouraged, I would, number one, don't isolate yourself. Because if you start doing that, that's when things start to creep in and temptation tries to overcome you. You know what I'm saying? But you're more than a conqueror. So sister. You've got this. So I would get into community and I would have older women pouring into you because there's so much wisdom in people that have walked this earth a little longer than you have. Mm-hmm. And also I would not allow yourself to feel ashamed for feeling these things. Because if you do that, you're not going to be able to open that perfect gift when it does come because you're going to feel like, oh, this is, this is not good. I was told never to do this. Kind of like how, you know, you'll probably talk about this on the marriage podcast, but with sex, like if we don't teach our, our gals the right things about this is a gift, like this is beautiful, we're going to have a distorted view and you're going to have to be like me just watching all the Hallmark movies over and over and over again. But if you're also discouraged, I would just pray and ask the Lord for peace. Because truly, it's so simple, but (laughs) we, we don't, we don't come to him with all those things. You know, we, we save the big things for him instead of just allowing ourselves to truly pray without ceasing Mm -hmm. and pray continually. Well, if you need peace, just ask and he will give it. If you need wisdom, like James says, just ask and it will be yours. Oh, so that's really, I know it's pretty simple, but just get in community and pray. And I think the hardest thing for me too was like thinking, oh my gosh, there's an actual person like walking this earth right now that wants me someday. He's like out there. Like, I feel like that was the hardest thing for me to like actually comprehend. You know what I mean? Where you're like, this is like a real human. And so if you're not at that point, like I was, I couldn't even like pray for a future husband because I was so in the weeds of trying to get through the world and just focus back on the word. Mm -hmm. And one thing that buddy Mike Todd has just really kept close to my heart. mm, We said, we do love him. He said that Adam had a place and a purpose before a person. And so I don't know if you're still figuring out where that place is or what your purpose is, but just know, just like Adam in the garden, he had to have a place and a purpose before he had his person. And so it's okay. Like be patient with yourself. The Lord sees your desires. And as you draw near to him, he's going to draw near to you. And it's just so beautiful. Mm! I love that. Oh my gosh. You know, it, it really made me think of sometimes you have to ask yourself those questions and then be bold enough to be honest. Yeah. And like about how you really feel. And when I think about, about, you made me think about myself when I was younger. And as I got older, I was like, why, why do I feel this way? Why am I so nervous? Why am I longing after this? And it was a reflection of a fear. Mm. I didn't realize that I had a deep fear that I was going to be alone. 
if I didn't have these things because no one else was seemingly alone around me. And it's just like, wow, that I had to address that. I was like, okay, I'm never going to be alone. He said he'll never leave me nor forsake me until the end of the world. Like he ain't going nowhere. I ain't alone. I'm not walking by myself. And so why do I fear that? And like, I think that's so, that's so important as well to, if, if you're feeling that you're becoming impatient with like, when is this going to happen? And sometimes it might be inspired by fear, mm. but that's me. I'm a girl that was afraid no. of everything, including no, Liz. spiders, but you Liz, know, like sometimes so you look for it. Yeah. Wow. Lord, I love it that. If you look. Mm-hmm. So pray, be in prayer. Well, mm. and you know, it's so hard as a, I mean, I can only speak from the perspective of a woman, but in every season, there is always something else to compare to. Like, I know, Mm. like, it is really, like, God exists because I'm married. Like, (laughs) I, I never really dated all that much in high school, so, like, really it's it's very shocking that I've been married for six years now (laughs) and I'm like I'm like oh my gosh Hunter thank you so much for loving me what so anyway that's just how I feel I feel so honored that that he gets to be my husband but also even like I know that there are girls right now who are younger than me who are my age who may even be older than me who are like oh my gosh I can't believe she's married or whoever in your friend group has a good marriage or whatever But then I get into the season that I'm in and all my friends are having children. Right. And Mm -hmm. there's always going to be something next, always going to be some kind of pressure, always going to be something to look to. And I remember even before my friends started having children, we've talked about this before, Liz, like, you know, all my friends were getting their first home and I was still in an apartment. And, you know, it's really hard not to, not in an envious or, like deceitful, jealous way of feeling bad about yourself and envying what they have, but almost just feeling like inadequate in that. Why Mm. am I not there? Like, and that, that hurts. And that's something that women single, married, engaged with children, no matter what season, there's always going to be something that you feel inadequate about. So, um, wow. Uh, yeah, it's hard. Like, it, th- and yeah. like, I want to encourage somebody that no matter what season you're in, there's always going to be something more that God mm-hmm. wants to fill you up in the season that you're in. Right. And he doesn't want you always longing for the next thing. He wants you to become content where you are so that you can grow yes. and learn where you are. So yes. Georgia, how do you remain content with God's timing over like versus the timeline of like the world, the pressures Mm -hmm. of tradition and culture and all of that. That's so good. And I'm feeling all those things. I'm friends with a lot of people that are older than me. And a lot of the pastors at church, like all their wives are having babies. I was at a first birthday party this past week and like there were so many babies there and I was just sitting there and I'm like, Oh my goodness. But here's the thing. Back to Hebrews 12, run the race that's set before you. Like he said it before you, you got to stay in your lane. And so like, I've gotten to this place of wholeness with the Lord that yes, I desire a family. Yes. I desire a husband. Yes. I'm excited about my career. Yes. I want to do all these things, but also it makes me think of Matthew six where it says, you know, tomorrow has enough trouble of its own and tomorrow's not promised. So be where your feet are. And you know, this is the Georgia Brown paraphrase, but as I was at this one-year-old birthday party, 
and seeing all these babies and seeing all the cute outfits and the cookies and the smash cake and all the little toys. I just was so honored to be right there in that, that moment with those people. Because as women, like, I feel like comparison is just so easy to fall into the trap of mm-hmm. because we either want to look like someone, we want to have what they have, we want to be them, all the daggum things. But yes. once you realize, like, okay, God set a race before me that no one else has. Number one, what an honor. Yeah. And you get to say yes to that. That's up to you if you want to say yes to it. Because <laughs> through scripture we've read where, you know, he's passed over some people and said, I'll find someone else who is willing and able. And so the Lord is more concerned with your availability over your ability. So he will fill you up where you're, where you're lacking. So if you're struggling with something, even if it's not your singleness, if you're struggling with feeling good enough, things that will pour into later your relationship, if you're fearful, all these things, praise God that it's protection. He's not trying to keep good things from you. He's protecting you. And so I think, number one, that's hard to grasp too, because that took me a long time to get to that place of being like, oh, he's not holding something good from me. He's trying to teach me how to abide and prune off some dead branches that I truly thought were flowers, but they were weeds. And so once he starts tending this garden, you can start to see how the sun shines down and then the little sprouts start to come up and you're like, oh my goodness. I see what you're doing. It's, it's actually good. I love that. Oh, I, we love garden references around here. I'm a farm girl. So (laughs) we do feel you girl. You got to be a botanist for Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) I love that. I've never heard that before. I just made it up. (laughs) Love it. Love it. I've got a question for you, Georgia. So I know that as a fellow single person, that sometimes you get into this spot where your friends will come to you for relationship advice mm. and being single allows you to have this really unique perspective of like, kind of like bird's eye view, being able to see a lot of things that are going on. So from yeah. your perspective, what is one of the greatest threats to a healthy relationship? Mm. Ooh. Say it again. What is the greatest threat to a healthy relationship? To a healthy relationship. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is your priority. Mm. Is that person becoming an idol? Is that phone becoming an idol? Is that status becoming an idol? Is Mm. just planning out your future together? Is that becoming an idol? And so truly like where, where's God in this? That's basically what I would just, tell my friends if I'm seeing something it's like how's your walk with the Lord going like are you guys growing together as you seek him that's that's the priority because we just need to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness as Matthew 6 33 says and everything else will follow so we just have to set our eyes on him even in a relationship because I mean I'm single but it can totally be easy to be like oh my stars <laughs> you hung the moon when in fact, I'm sorry, but my Lord Jesus, he breathed life into creation. So just kind of, just kind of bringing it back to, okay, who's at the center of this? I love it. That's a perfect answer. It's, I, th- I think we've talked about how like um, your relationships are kind of like the triangle, like a pyramid yeah. and the closer you move to the top towards God, the closer you move together, mm-hmm. but you do priority is so important. And, um, 
it, it'll impact everything. My, my dad always had a saying, what you practice will become a part of you mm-hmm. and the actions they build up and it's either yeah. if they become a good thing or a bad thing, but either way they'll impact you in the end. So building a foundation that's set on making God a priority is you, you'll never go wrong. That's just beautiful. Perfect answer. <laughs> so, so good. Fun. It's almost like in every season talking about singleness, dating, marriage, career parenting everything I'm this is the question that I ask myself like when am I going to trust God like when am I when am I fully just going to give it up because like I remember praying prayers as a single person thinking God show me this help me with this give me intuition let your Holy Spirit go before me and he's like girl if you would just take your hand off everything and just let me control this for you call me out girl I'm like (laughs) literally today needing that lesson today so I mean I think that another thing that I'm having to learn like just in life in general but it also applies to relationships of any kind is showing yourselves grace because you are gonna mess up I feel like like Georgia you and I have talked about this Liz you and I have talked about this like you know uh the Christian community has a really good habit of, or maybe it's a bad habit, but they're good at it. I don't know how to word that of like making sure that there's a badge of purity on every woman. Mm. I don't know why it's not placed on men as strong as it is women, but not being vocal enough. Like you said, Georgia about like, Oh my gosh, why did God create sex? Why did God create man and woman to be married? Why did, um, why is there dating? Why, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, and why is there a season for everything? But it's so funny that our hearts always long for the next season while we're in the current season. And so with that, we can get hasty and we can mess things up and we can distort how God wanted it to be. And I think that it's so important for us to one, listen to the Holy spirit and trust him enough that he's going to lead us where we need to go. But two, know that we are going to mess up and we got to show ourselves grace we can't compare ourselves to our neighbor sister next to us and how she's doing it and how perfect she's been or how imperfect she's been and how that makes us feel better about ourselves or whatever, like just being completely real and straight up. Um, But I think it all goes back to trusting God. Yeah. And it's a daily thing. Like truly, that's why I love having my quiet time in the morning because when it's 630 in the morning, seven, I really haven't sinned yet, you know? (laughs) so like I just make my coffee I use the bathroom and now I'm ready to go spend time with the Lord and so it's like I surrender myself (laughs) to him every day you have to like you have to and then I heard a a speaker the other day say you know then at the end of the night when you're laying your head down and you're asking father will you please with me today that's when you can confess and that's when you surrender and that's when you have to go back and ask him to, to just give you his trust and allow yourself to surrender and let go. And it's, so it's like a daily cycle. It's like, okay, let's wake up and fight the good fight. And then you go through your day, you have divine appointments, you fight the good fight, keep going mid afternoon, maybe have a snack break. And by the end of the day, you're like, okay, Lord, I need you. Let's do it again tomorrow. Good night. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and go to bed early, Lord, because I need that new mercies, new mercies every morning thing that you yes. got going on. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh, this has been so good. 
I love y'all. Y'all are like hyping me up and getting me just so excited for life. Girl, we love you. <laughs> the feeling is completely mutual. Oh my gosh, you ray of sunshine. <laughs> like I didn't even know it was this possible. It's <laughs> beautiful. Work I love y'all. Y'all are chosen girls. Do you know that? Girl, we tried to know it. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. We tried to tell everybody else that they are too, girl. Um, yes. Georgia, do you want to leave anything else with our listeners and we'll wrap it up, girl? Oh, sisters, I just want you to know that you are loved, valued, and cherished, and that the Father just loves to pursue you, and he just wants to hang out with you and spend time with you, and I pray that when you look in the mirror that you see that you were fearfully and wonderfully made, and you can laugh without fear of the future, and truly, the Lord has you right where he needs you right now. So look down at your feet, whether you're in school, at work, wherever you are, like, Mm, it's for a reason and this season needs you and I love you and I think it's beautiful this season of singleness and I pray that you can come to a place with the father where you are just truly so joyful with right where he has you so I'm really excited about your life and thanks for listening to the chosen girl podcast uh I think that's it y'all yeah that's it (laughs) yeah Georgia Brown, everybody. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love y'all. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my stars. Sister, we love you so much. We pray the biggest blessings on you, your podcast ministry, your music ministry. We can just see the Lord working through you in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll see you guys next week for dating and engagement. All right. We love you guys. Have a great week. Whoop, whoop. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.